This week, Ubisoft cancels Immortals Phoenix Rising sequel. Tencent's Techland stake is shown. And the PlayStation 5 Pro Project Trinity rumors abound. And so much more because this is the Nerd Cave News. And I am one of your hosts, Zach Dites. Joined along with, there is a delightfully quirky dragon who specializes in crafting magic teas. With vibrant scales and shimmering like a kaleidoscope, he roams the enchanted forest in search for rare ingredients to concoct his mystical brews. From his cozy den nestled in a hollowed-out tree trunk, he stirs his cauldron, infusing his teas with enchantments. Each cup holds a unique surprise, like possessing the power to transform the drinker's appearance or invoking a vivid dream or even grant the ability to speak with animals. Come, enjoy a steaming cup of laughter-inducing giggle tea with Fizzle Wings, the tea dragon, and have a delightful adventure. Hmm. Very sophisticated. Very, like, proper. I said, uh, you know, Pinky I got out. hints of... Pinky what? out. Pinky out. My, my bad. <laughs> you know, I got, I got hints of Harry Potter mixed with My Hero Academia a little bit. Okay. So with the different uh, so very sophisticated now where does this rank i don't know so, where does it rank hmm. so as always you know this is going to be our 22nd name sir 22nd wow um you know we will we'll be we're almost you know minus the ones the weeks we've had to miss we're almost halfway you know a half a year's worth of names um so let's look at the top 10 we got captain fax on the merciless blackwood Drag Heron, the Horde Destroyer, the Grove of Light Balro Wraithry, President Desmond Cyrus Alizan III, Sheriff Steelheart, Saris Ulthura, the Secret Keeper, Combat Master Vexar Skirata, Talolokan, the Sun God King, Thorod Rigason, the Warrior King, and Galrenth, Bringer of Death. So, I don't think it's top five. Okay, okay. Is it top ten? That's what I'm deciding, because... I'm almost because the thing that hurts it is granted. Yes. I, I, again, good exposition make definitely makes or breaks, you know, but the name has to sell it a little long in the tooth, just a little, just a tad long in the tooth here for the description. However, I still think it's good enough to be in just because of how, just because of the mystique, the magic, the sophistication, mm. And I want a good variety in the time. I don't want it all to be like serious death, you know, warrior, yeah. you know. It's going to be the no the new number 10. No, okay. Well, congratulations. Fizzle Wings. Now, Fizzle Wings, I have to talk to you about Derek real quick. Okay. Derek loves the strong, empowering names, clearly. Right. You know? But Fizzle Wings, I'm glad that you're here. Mm-hmm. You know, Sometimes, you know, people got to know that Derek is not just, uh, you know, a destroyer, a, a, a secret keeper, you know, mm -hmm. a, a sun god, an emperor, this, that, and the other, a right. gunslinger. Sometimes he's a little bitty dragon. Yeah. You know? Sometimes, it's, it's okay. You know, like, I just like the simpler things in life. Yeah. There's but, different types of anime. There's slice of life, you know? Sometimes yeah. that involves, there's, there's literally an anime called Dragon Ghost House Hunting. Well, there you go. There you so. go. There you go. But guys, this episode of the Nerd Cave News is brought to you by Coffee Brand Coffee. 
and our wonderful patrons, but more about that later because it's time for the gaming discussion this week. First up, Ubisoft has reportedly canceled Immortals Phoenix Rising sequel. What? A new, a new report from VGC claims that Ubisoft has canceled a previously planned sequel to its Greek mythology-infused Immortals Phoenix Rising title. It was only... It was only last year that we heard a sequel to Phoenix Rising was in the works, and there were rumblings shortly after that it would be more of a spinoff-like title that would be Polynesian-themed. Now, however, it does not seem that like that title will be happening at all if VGC's, quote, development sources are to be believed. While the canceling of a new title of the same ilk as Immortals Phoenix Rising might be disappointing for fans, it makes more sense when put in the context of what's changed at Ubisoft since the first game's release. Mainly the fact that Ubisoft has since pivoted to focusing on its biggest franchise, like uh, franchises like Assassin's Creed, and putting its resources into those IPs rather than trying to build new or untested titles. According to VGC sources, the update, the plans for a Phoenix Rising sequel were first put into the danger zone when the shift towards Assassin's Creed and its other big franchises. There's been an update since uh, Ubisoft has issued the following statement to VGC. As part of our global strategy, we are redirecting and reallocating some creative teams and resources within the Quebec studio to other unannounced projects. The expertise and technologies these teams developed will serve as an accelerator for the development of those key projects focused on our biggest brands. We have nothing further to share at this time. So, you know, I didn't play Immortals Phoenix Rising. I know you mm, did. You were, yeah. I know you didn't finish it no. from what I remember, but I know you enjoyed what you did play and that there was like definitely something there that mm -hmm. they could move forward with hearing this and seeing that, you know, they, uh, thanks to the Singapore government, skull and bones is, is one of the few games that have not been canceled. Yeah. Um, unfortunately. Um, but this reminds me of Activision with them having other studios and not closing them, but folding them into mm -hmm. their big studios to just work on call of duty. They're full bore on Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty. And now it seems like Ubisoft is making this pivot with Assassin's Creed. Sure, there's going to be other franchises because they're a huge company. They have the resources to make other titles. And yeah. because other people, there's other fan bases that are big enough, like with Rainbow Six Siege and everything like that, um, that this feels like they're doing the same thing. Just having everyone stop what they're doing and try to help focus in on Assassin's Creed. Yeah, and I, I know we talked about the development of the new Assassin's Creed games, they're literally pulling from all of the, yeah. the different um, developers and everything. And I think even the Star yeah. Wars game is getting that same treatment that there, a yeah. lot of them are working on it. I think they are in crisis mode. Um, and yep. I know we've talked about Yves, um, you know, it's like, Hey, it's your job to make us successful. And yeah. I think it, a lot of it is poor planning, poor management, uh, where they are in this crutch period and fear does a lot of things to a person and yep. uh, fear will, will have these pain points where it's like money's tight. We got to, you know, we got to make cuts to these things. Okay. Where's the, you know, where's somewhere we we're not making a ton of money immortals. Right. Okay. Well, let's cut it, which stinks. Which stinks. Yeah, because I, there's good ideas. That's what, you know, they canceled the UB art projects as, you know, child of light. Um, mm -hmm. I know we got a sequel to it. What was a Valiant Hearts? I know we got eventually yep. a sequel to it, but still, how many years did that take between the first one? So, you know, those were good projects that they could have done something with, and they're just like, can it? Yeah, and they're comparing Phoenix Rising, Immortals Phoenix Rising. I was reading IGN's report. 
uh, to Assassin's Creed Valhalla, like during the same yeah. period of time. It's like it didn't sell as well. It's like Assassin's Creed has been around since like 2006, 2007. Yeah. It has been around that long. It is a well established. First IP. one was a timed exclusive to Xbox 360. Yeah. And it's like comparing these twos as Apple and Oranges. Also, like it is totally different style of game. It does have some of the open world things that the newer Assassin's Creed had, but it yeah. had more of the humor that of like Fable. It felt more mm-hmm. like Breath of the Wild. Um, and you know, it had like the more quirky, you know, Greek humor, you know, Greek or yeah, you know what I'm talking about, the Greek mythology, but they were putting in this like comedic lens, which is yeah. not gonna be everyone's cup of tea, but it was something interesting and something different. I understand when you have to make cuts, you're going to make cuts to the places that aren't making a lot of money. Same thing with another company that we'll talk about later. It's like they're looking, and this is all across tech and game development. Yeah. It's like, all right, what are you working on? Oh, it's not making us any money. Yeah. All right. You, they're you the ones. Cut it. They're the ones that are going to get cut uh, or their thing's going to get scrapped, just like Media Molecule. Yeah. Uh, you know, getting reined in on dreams and everything. Um, I hate this because I really was interested in seeing what they could do with a second time at bat. Um, But, you know, to Amy's point, she said, why are, why are they doing more Assassin's Creed? Has it really done that well? And yes and no. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of a double-edged sword. You live by the sword, you die by the sword is what the word says. Um, And I think it's interesting because it's like, we got burnt out with Assassin's Creed not too yep. long ago. It hasn't like maybe 10 years ago at this point. Yeah. You know, if that, and yeah, cause it's, it's ebbed and flowed. Like it, it went from an annual release. Everyone got burned on it. Cause they were doing huge open world games that just kept getting bigger and bigger. They first cut it off after syndicate, took a couple years off, revamped it to more of an RPG, super mm-hmm. open world with, origins odyssey and valhalla and they kind of staggered the release but then people got burnt out on these huge open world games that they could never finish um i know it's in the quick hits but you know they came out to reiterate and say because you know that first huge gameplay trailer we saw of outlaws you know where you could actually fly into the space and do Mm. battles uh, at at real time people worried it's like oh is this going to be just another like starfield clone but it's going to take thousands of hours for me to do everything and ubisoft came out and is like no we're not doing a 200 to 300 hour unfinishable rpg so they're listening to that that's why they're going back to the drawing board with mirage and they're still going to do one with codename red is going to be the last we talked about it a few weeks ago being the last of the origins formula but still like they're just trying to figure out they're trying to keep up with the trends of what gamers want so they can still make assassin's creed relevant so it doesn't die off yeah a syndicate 2015 they took two years off 2017 is when origins came out and origins mm-hmm. was cool it was a nice breath of fresh air i know yep. you really liked odyssey um, for sure you played the mess out of it and once like we got to valhalla it was like okay this formula is already old and yep. i think there's a lot of opportunities story-wise that can be done in the assassin's creed world but they're ubisoft is going so heavy with assassin's creed it is going to turn into what disney is suffering right now is they have just flooded the market with marvel and star wars Uh and when supply increases guess what happens derek 
demand, demand decreases lowers. and that's just yeah. literally how it works supply and demand it's like yeah. when there's not a lot of gas guess what prices go up when there's a lot yep. of gas prices go down you know yep and yep. that's what we're going to see is people are going to get burnout even if there's different versions you know we get mirage which is more of the old school we get you know yep. like you can have all of that but it's still assassin's creed and a lot of yep. people are already burnt out on assassin's creed and I know yep. Murdoch somewhere, you know, out in the wings right now. He, he probably is not watching at the moment, but he'll watch back later on. Skull and Bones has an interesting idea, but yeah. them actually executing it and getting it out is my only concern because, yeah. again, they are only focused on Assassin's Creed. And yeah. I, I'm excited for Outlaws, Star Wars Outlaws, mm-hmm. but, like, they're not really doing anything else at ubisoft no i mean yeah they have the avatar game but that was that looked kind of lackluster to me like the the gameplay and the open world and like like the new story in that because i never i never saw the second movie but you know um you know just a different take on the avatar world is is the only thing that's interesting the gameplay i mean it it did nothing for me no it it looked like um, a far cry skin and far cry has been a far cry from what it was you know in three i know six picked it up a little bit but yeah yeah since but since three it's it's three is still top dog to this day oh yeah three is amazing and then you get blood dragon which was so fun yeah it was like that zaniness and everything and then it just that was the fun ubisoft time yeah before vivendi and you know everyone else tried to buy them yeah and you know we get a just dance every year my god just now you know, it's like just dance away. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then rabbits, always rabbits. It, it feels like they don't know what to push. They they've got yeah, it's like this is our established IP, we're just gonna keep doing it. And it's yeah. just it's not working. It's not working. Though I will say the new Prince of Persia does look promising. That is the only thing that looks promising other than yeah. outlaws. Um yeah. so yeah. Uh Amy says, I haven't even thought about the basic supply and demand with the whole sequel overproduction um it's so true though yeah 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 so do you i have another question this just popped in my head because you know they have very few else that they're working on you know of course Mm. they're trying to stick still keep making tom clancy games relevant but they're trying to make it live service and so far that's not taking off um are you work now granted yes we got in a random reveal that they are doing a splinter cell remake even for even though for years they kept teasing oh we just gotta find the right person the right time frame are you worried that splinter cell remake is going to be like skull and bones and slash um what's that game that oh um oh beyond good and evil 2 it's it's going to be like that and it's just going to take forever before we even like see the light of day i don't think they're even making a game they're just using that as this uh bandying Hold stick over. that yeah this like oh look look at the shiny thing look at the shiny thing and then you get hit in the yeah. head with a stick uh and then yeah. you wake up and you're over a fire getting pit roasted um that's yeah. what it feels <laughs> like uh with ubisoft like rainbow six did well then you know siege as did well extraction did not um yeah did aren't they the ones doing that x defiant game is that yeah. Ubisoft? Okay. Yeah, that's Ubisoft. Yeah. I'm curious. It's Tom Clancy's X Defiant. Yeah, I'm curious to see if that's got any legs. Um, but I feel like 
maybe the division, but the division's not that big either. Like it, it does okay. Sadly, not. I want it to be because I did like I did enjoy what I played of two because one set up a good concept, two yeah. established on what I wanted more out of it. But you know, it just I don't know. It just didn't capture players because, and that's again years ago. They, that's why they had the sit down where they pretty much berated Eves at a, at an investor meeting. Yeah. And like, why do you keep releasing sequels right before our new console cycle? Yeah, and I loved Ghost Recon back in the day. Like yeah, Ghost Wildlands Recon was, was great. Yeah, and even like the older Ghost Recons on like the 360 and all of that were really really uh, cool. Future Soldier. Yeah, but like what they've been putting out now. Yeah. Ah, point. <laughs> that was the breaking point yeah exactly let's move on derek to our second story of the night tencent to purchase purchase majority stake in dying light developer techland this is interesting they're they're just buying up everybody uh in a blog post penned by techland founder and ceo pa- paul Mar- marchuqua uh, he explains the studio has partnered with Tencent for support of its continued expansion of the Dying Light series and to ensure its upcoming fantasy RPG lives up to expectations. Quote, teaming up with Tencent will allow us to move full speed ahead with the execution of the vision for our games. We have chosen an ally who has already partnered with some of the world's finest video game companies and helped them reach new heights with, uh, with respecting their ways of doing things. Powell states that he will remain CEO and Techland will retain full ownership of its IPs. He also assures the studio will will full has full creative freedom. While the Polish company is best known as the maker of the Dying Light series, Call of Juarez, and the original Dead Island, it also has a publishing branch. Titles released under Techland's umbrella include Arise, A Simple Story, and Torment, Tides of Numenera. This is business as usual for Tencent, which has dipped its hands into a number of game studios in recent years. It has invested in or has outright acquired companies such as Epic Games, From Software, Turtle Rock Studios, Riot Games, Ubisoft, Activision Blizzard, Remedy Entertainment, among others. The hips keep coming and they don't stop coming. You know, it's interesting, but, you know, it's kind of par for the course for Tencent. Yeah, exactly. You know, and... Dying Light 2, I don't feel had the reception of Dying Light 1. I feel mm-hmm. like it was definitely, um, it was, it felt like it just came and went. Uh, yeah. Where the first one was more celebrated. It was a quieter time. Um, yeah. Because it, it was that January release, you know. It, it they were like the first the, ones to inevitably set off the first quarter of the year release. Yeah. And it did really well. But this one, it felt like, you know, we reported several times like the development was kind of weird where, um, you know, the director of the game was like, oh, I want this. And then he would come back the next week and be totally different. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I haven't played it. Um, I think it reviewed OK. Yeah, um, it, it got sevens and eights, you know, but it wasn't like a world burner. Like it wasn't something that, you know, people were just like salivating right. for uh, other yeah. than the zombies in the game. Um, yeah. So Tencent, you know buying into tech land getting yeah. majority stake i think will potentially see better management because tencent yeah. is you know it's all about making money so they're going yep. to hold them you know feet to the fire type deal so we're hopefully we'll get better games because of it um and i think that will be the nice thing on it um maybe see like call of Juarez, i don't really want to ever see another game out of that franchise because it kind of no. just run itself into it's the dirt or red dead clone exactly exactly um 
and then Dead Island, we just saw Dead Island 2 come out with a different company. So it yeah. would be nice to see them branch out into some new franchises, not just going back to Dying Light. Um, yeah. But I know that the development tell for Dying Light 1 was pretty long because they kept supporting and putting out new content cons- yeah. like for a very long time. Um, yeah. So I'm wondering if we're going to see that kind of process go with dying light too as well but Derek, what do you think about this whole 10 cent teaming up with them well and i think it's good because i think because i think both them and uh dead island 2 um suffered from like multiple publisher changes because I, I think they were trying to get the funds for it so i think them being by the only positive for them is like if being bought by 10 cent is means they have stable income mm-hmm. to help fund their games as well um, and you know, especially like if they're in the 10 cent umbrella, I don't know if 10 cent like revenue shares, like if, you know, one student, mm-hmm. like one of their other companies does really well. And like one of their others is like suffering right now. It's like, all right, we can pull from these and give it to them type deal. I don't know if it works like that. I know it's like NFL with like ticket revenue types, like where they all pull it throughout the year and the teams that didn't sell out their stadiums or need to pay their funds or whatever, the teams that sold really well, they send those funds up, you know, they distribute the revenue yeah. evening from ticket sales. So I don't know if it's some something similar to that um but you know it, it is promising like i know i know people kind of are weary about you know tencent gobbling up everything like they're going to own the world but not everything they take is going to be bad because we've seen you know i know they own you know when this is ubisoft i think they own shares in ubisoft they don't own ubisoft themselves yeah um, but you know shares in activision blizzard like all these other studios are some are somewhat functioning fairly well and be able to put out some decent games so especially epic games like epic games just keeps on rolling so that's arguably you could make an argument that that's their cash cow along with from software right now um but i think it's a good thing as long especially since we've seen they have a track record of letting like like he said um the ceo said like we're still able to make the games we want publish our own ips we're not answering to somebody else and make meeting their demands so as long as it's that type of thing and Tencent is just basically the funding, like the thunder, like just giving the mm-hmm. money to the studios that need it, that's fine with me. Yeah. And I, I think we will definitely see, um, you know, the cash flow. I think it's like this, this, you know, shot in the arm, essentially a boost to the, yeah. the system and everything. I, I will look to see, you know, in two years, where is Techland? Have they, yeah. you know, elevated themselves you know with them just putting out dying light two, dying light two. we're yeah. not going to see a new game for a while but mm-hmm. you know within two years we should start hearing you know rumblings. about yeah rumblings or whatever about the next game so only time will yeah. tell um what they're going to be able to do and everything and i i hope that tencent can help them you know i right. i think that epic is a little bit different of a, a thing though but epic has like yeah. blown up because of Fortnite. but they've also been yeah. able to launch several other games get other games under their umbrella like rocket league yeah. uh and you know they've changed like the face of gaming because yeah of like how ingenuitive they've been on everything and they've opened another like a pc like gaming store too to, to rival uh steam yeah and thinking about so, like with Fortnite, they've even allowed creators like we have an epic code nerd cave mm-hmm. uh creator code if you want to check out at the epic game store um but even within Fortnite, they have a new creation content creation thing and if people play your content 
Uh, we talked about this a few weeks ago. Someone made like an only up version within Fortnite, oh. and they made like over a million dollars from making their their version of only up in Fortnite and sharing wow. their code and everything. Like one point two million, awesome. yeah, just crazy. You know, sorry, I'm uh, I'm about to answer Amy's question, which yeah. is how are how are the writer strikes affecting game production? So. I looked up a, a little article and I just smacked it through chat GPT real quick. Uh, so here we go. The ongoing SAG after actor strikes and writer strikes, also known as the Hollywood actor strike will impact movies, TV shows and other entertainment sectors. The strike will not directly affect video game productions. In most cases, the strike yeah. prohibits SAG after union members from principal camera work including acting, singing, stunt work, voice acting, and narration. Mm -hmm. Video game voice acting is usually covered by the interactive media agreement, which is exempt from the strike. Actors are allowed to work on soap operas, talk shows, game shows, reality shows, infomercials, audiobook, and more despite the strike. Promotional work mm -hmm. like press junkets and events, including San Diego Comic-Con, will be impacted by the strike, which that just happened. Um, yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. the Mortal Kombat 2 movie production in Australia uh, is on pause and yeah so it's pretty interesting yeah. yeah because you know when when I saw this question I thought about it, it's like there's really been no because you hear about the movies and like even mm -hmm. they're talking about the Marvels like the sequel to Captain Marvel is gonna mm -hmm. maybe delayed again because I know they delayed it you know, it's a funny side story real quick, and I'll get back on it. I was going through McDonald's the other day, and I saw toys for the Marvels. And I'm like, that's usually only around when the movie launches. And I remember the movie was supposed to actually launch this month. And I'm like, maybe McDonald's already made a deal to launch the toy yeah. line in July before the delay. But anyway, you know, like even like even movies that are still coming out at the end of this year are still in jeopardy of being delayed. But you really haven't heard anything about video games for the rest of this year now yeah. whether it starts now we really haven't they haven't mentioned about early next year either but i wonder if depending on how long these strike talks go on will it eventually get uh affect them for beginning of next year games because a lot of these games are just doing like bug fixing you know post-production qa testing and getting ready to launch make the games go gold and get ready for launch and whatnot yeah. so i do wonder i don't think for this year It'll affect games, but I, I do wonder if 2024 will be affected at all. Well, here's my thought on it. Um, mm -hmm. If they can't work on camera, but they can yeah. work on games. Yeah. We might see a lot bigger names jumping over and getting some work mm. on games because of Interesting. this. Um, you know, and if the if the developers are willing to play ball and treat them fairly, pay them fairly. Yeah. Um, which I know a lot of indie movies, me and Amy were talking about this, a lot of indie movies are exempt from the SAG-AFTRA because that is, affects like this big conglomerate of like Warner Brothers, Sony, like those type yeah. of things. So a lot of people oh. are starting to do more indie films because they're getting what they want out of it. They're getting to still work and, yeah. you know, like it's all of these kind of things but it is interesting i think what would be really cool is to see some bigger name actors come into the gaming world yeah that'd be can you imagine george clooney in a video game i don't think i want george clooney in a video game i know i know <laughs> that's just the first you said big names i'm just like that's the first one i thought of man you're like such a 90s kid you're like george clooney <laughs> i know 
<laughs> I was thinking, you know, like, uh, you know, Christopher uh, Mickelson. Um, oh, yeah. Matt, you, uh, you mean Mads, Mads, well, yeah. no. Mads Mickelson? Yeah. Yeah. Mads Mickelson. And then. Well, we've already seen him in a video game. I know. Uh, Christopher <laughs> Eccleston. You know, that's who I was going for. Uh, but yeah. then, like, you could think of, like, uh, Benedict Cumberpatch. Cumberbatch. Oh, yes. You know, like doing some cool stuff like that. Morgan Freeman in video games. Exactly. (laughs) I crawled through a river of poo, (laughs) but I, you know, only time will tell how long will they be able to go? And, you know, I know this is not necessarily video game news. I think all of these companies that are treating people poorly, I know it's like, Oh, well they're getting paid a hundred million dollars. It's like, those are the high named actors like, yeah. I don't know if you know this, Derek. They were wanting to scan, like, background actors, their face. Yeah. I think I told you mo- about Just it. copy and paste them. Yeah, and just use it in perpetuity and all that. And it's just, yeah. like, crazy stuff that they're wanting. So yeah. I'm hoping, you know, I think this will break them. I think this will break the um, the awfulness of Hollywood uh, yeah. and break their banks because, um, hey, I'm here for yeah. that. Well, and you know it's it's ironic because you know, now granted they've it's kind of gone by the wayside, but the uh, almost fungible tokens, you know, the the thing yeah. we don't talk about, you know, has kind of got like people kind of grow that wave and then it died down, and now it's like everyone's against AI, but but they're actually trying to force implement AI because you know that was one of the big hot takes when Secret Invasion first launches, like oh the opening sequence is AI generated, and everyone's like why why this is such a terrible thing to do, and it's like. Why would you continue to why why do y'all why do y'all want to force us down our throats? We will not go quietly into this good night. Yeah, it it's I haven't watched Secret Invasion, probably one won't. Um but no, after the after I saw the I haven't seen the finale, but after the reviews on it, it's like don't do it. <laughs> like they're you know, cramming like graphics and all of this. I know we're totally totally different tangent right now. Yeah. Um, but like they give them like two weeks to do all the graphics for an entire movie and mm-hmm. it's at as cheap as possible that's why it's getting worse yeah you know so all those crazy things all of those things aside we hope that you are enjoying the episode welcome joe hope you're doing well man let's what up? talk about some coffee Derek, because we got a yeah. new sponsor coffee brand coffee is an exceptional quality coffee with no gimmicks and no politics to boot there are nearly 4,000 verified customer reviews and mostly five out of five because you know that coffee's, that coffee's coffee. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you look at that coffee cup and you're just like, man, that's some coffee up in there. <laughs> but it doesn't stop there. They've got an extensive selection of 12 coffee blends, 12 wow. organic teas, and three hot cocoa flavors. And Heck yeah. If you like cold brew, they have that as well, and K-Cups. So if you got that Keurig, you just pop it in there. Pow, pow, pow. Now, some of the blends, I was looking on the website, and I was just like, mm-hmm. now this looks delicious. Some marshmallow hot cocoa. Oh, okay. Uh, you know what I mean? Put some marshmallows yeah. in that bad boy. Now, this one caught my eye, Derek. Biscotti yeah. Oolong Organic Tea. Oolong, like from Dragon Ball Z? Well, that's what he's named after. He's named after a tea. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, but biscotti. You know, you know what a biscotti is, right? You I've ever heard, heard of it? I don't. I don't know what it they is. They are though. delicious cookies, Derek. But this know. is biscotti oolong tea, and to to all the to put it to boot, Derek. 
Some okay. blueberry cobbler Ooh. flavored coffee. That sounds great, actually. Yeah, I know. It sounds flipping delicious. <laughs> All I want of, some blueberry cobbler. Get some blueberry cobbler flavored coffee, man. All of these are hand roasted to order, so freshness is guaranteed with U.S. based facilities. So all of it is in the U.S. You're not getting it imported from all over the place. But what is cool is all of the sourcing is at the highest quality. There are sustainable beans, direct trade relationships, so it's not going through several different parties. And what's mm-hmm. also awesome, Derek, is there's environmental focus here at Coffee Brand mm-hmm. Coffee, soil preservation, clean water practices, fair treatment for all the workers. So elevate your coffee experience with Coffee Brand Coffee. Use code NERDCAVE at checkout or the link in the description below to get 5% off your order. Heck yeah. Why did side note, and I don't mean to put you on blast, but why is it always uh, now with Epic Games? I just thought it was Epic Games code, but now it's like, why, how, how does it trip it up going from code to nerd cave? Like, I, I don't understand why that keeps tripping you up, dude. I don't know. I don't, I didn't program my brain. <laughs> Use code nerd cave. I just need to put a pause. Use code nerd cave at checkout. There you go. Get you your go. 5% off. Get you some coffee brand coffee. Amy says, I like me some oolong tea. That biscotti oolong tea sound delicious. I'm not even going to lie, yeah. y'all. You know, get you some blue co- cobbler. Like, they got so many, so many dope things. Like, if you like coffee, you like tea, you like cocoa, mm-hmm. they got them all. They got them all. Check them out, guys. I'll say but- that coffee's for those long gaming sessions you want to get through the night. Or if you play- stayed up and played too long and have a rough morning, you can drink some coffee to wake you up. Dude, that is, thankfully I haven't done that in like forever. I know we're too old. Like, man. Anything get, and, and nowadays, anything creeping too close to midnight is long for me. I know. I'm just like, nah, dude. I'm, like one o'clock, it feels like I've like stayed up to like five the next morning. Right. It's like, ugh, ugh. What did I do? But let's jump into some PlayStation news. Boop, boop, boop. Rumor has it, Derek. Rumor has it. PlayStation 5 Pro codename Project Trinity (laughs) coming November 224. So why do they keep doing this, by the way? Because, you know, a couple weeks ago, we talked about the slim version with like the rumored detachable disk drive. And now it's like it's just like a PS4 all over again. They announced the slim and the pro around the same time. Um, Looks like they're going to do that again, I guess. Um. In every, in every generation of PlayStation consoles, Sony has always released different iterations of its newest hardware. For the first three generations of PlayStation that looked like releasing a slim version, uh, l- that looked like releasing a slim version of the launch console. The PS4 got a slim version, but it also got a PS4 Pro version, a better version of the base console that promised the best con- possible PlayStation experience to players with stronger hardware. That that Sony has a PS5 Pro in the works has been long a long-running rumor Though it looks like the rumor is now picking up pace as the console is allegedly real, codenamed Project Trinity, and it's targeting a launch in November of 2024. It's also alleged this this new PS4, this new Pro version of the PS5 will hit more consistent frame rates at 4K, support accelerated ray tracing, and even be able to support 8K through a new performance mode. Developers are said to begin receiving development kits for the PS5 Pro this coming November. While it's likely that Sony could find a market for a PS5 Slim model, which is also allegedly on the way, it's a bigger question if the same will be true for a PS5 Pro. 
a more expensive version of an already expensive console with marketing buzzwords like 8K resolution that can't really make good on the promise, especially when no games are optimized for those high resolutions and 8K TVs are still very far off from being the common TV set from the common TV set you'd find in your own uh, in your own home or your friend's house. Yeah, that's you know, it's like, oh, it's got 8K, it's got all of this. It's right. like like I don't even use ultra high definition. Right. Like, I don't even have that option right now. Like my TV that I have in my house was is still from when I first started teaching. I bought that TV. Yeah. I don't, wow. I don't buy new TVs. Like no. I buy a TV and then it just lasts. Like the one that I had in college. Yeah, I it literally still works. I gave wow. it to my nephew like a few years ago. Still works. Yeah. So it, it like to me like yes, a pro version is always nice because like it allows developers to keep pushing past what you know what we normally mm -hmm. get or whatever. And you know, It'll be on plus ultra exactly. It elongates the life cycle and everything. But I feel like Sony is muddying the water so much. Yeah, so much. And, you know, I, I titled this episode, you know, PlayStation will regret this. And this is what I'm talking about is that PlayStation is literally like, I know they're trying to future proof and all of this kind of stuff. Right. Between this project Q, the live services, the slim model, it's the access controller, the access controller, the PSVR two or virtual reality two. Yeah. Uh, which is properly called um, <laughs> like all of these things are out there and it's like, okay, that's great, but you're getting so far away from what makes you good. And that yeah, exactly. is story-based gameplay. Yeah. And it's like, you can you, make all this tech. If you don't have the games, no one will buy it. Exactly. And we've seen, you know, Moving into the, the next few years, 60% of development is going to live services. And it's like, you're Oof. not dancing with the one that brought you. And nope. you, you're you now finally getting consoles out there. I know we talked about the PS5 uh, Slim model two weeks ago a lot and mm -hmm. everything. It's like you're finally getting consoles out there. People are finally buying them. I talked about it in one of the shorts that I made that yeah. they are year year over year tripling sales the last yeah. few years because more consoles are getting out there. Scalpers are not able to do what they were doing and everything. But mm -hmm. it's like when you stop making the games that people want to play and that's why PlayStation is so good. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's not because, Oh, you know, Sony just has the magic sauce. It's like, no, yeah. Xbox runs as well as a PlayStation. That's just, yep. that's just true. All right. Yep. I, I will fight you on that. It runs uh, pretty much the same. All right. You might have yeah. a different UI, but they run the same. You might the be thing, able to squeeze more out of the graphics and everything, but that's about it. Yeah. The only thing that separates them is PlayStation has constantly put out amazing titles. Xbox, yeah. the thing that people complain about, guess what? Isn't the console. It isn't this. It isn't that. It is the games. Yeah. It is the games. You haven't got a new Gears of War in years. Halo was great at the beginning, and then it just... Yeah, you know, but we haven't got a eventually game. those dominoes will start falling, though. Yeah. And it's like you see it with Xbox. They are holding their breath, hoping that Starfield is going to be yep. the savior. Yeah, <laughs> they're hoping they they their first their first bank shot uh, was a uh, Redfall. And we already know how that went. Yeah. And 
Sony, on the other hand, they've been riding on God of War, Last of Us, Horizon, Horizon and it's like, okay, what's the next thing? Spider-Man 2. Okay, we got Spider-Man 2. What's the next thing? All right, you might get Wolverine, but yeah. we might get Ghost 2, but do we get more sequels? Do we get yeah. new IPs? Yeah. Or are we fixing to get shoved down our throat live services, which we are? Yeah. Like which when we already see for Naughty Dog, that's giving them an issue. Yeah. And looking at the showcase, um, the PlayStation showcase, it will they showed several live services games, and I'm just like, this ain't it, dog. Nope. This ain't it. Nope. Like I'm not interested in it at all. So it, it, I feel like Sony is stepping in it hardcore with a lot of these decisions, and it's like you are making money hand over fist by just making great games. And you mm-hmm. might not be able to, okay, you're not making that crazy GTA money. Yeah. All right. All right. You know, you want to make crazy GTA money. You got to make a GTA quality game. There's a reason yeah. why GTA five has literally been around since 2013. <laughs> it's because it's a good game. Yeah. From the get go. It was a good game. Yeah. Right. And I don't it literally. See- it made it made it made crazy money from the from the get-go like yeah what was it a million in three days or whatever it was yeah, it was crazy and now this like looking at this like you know ps5 i know i'm slamming on the the pro and all of this it's like we can have all of these things 8k tvs and all of that it could do 8k yeah. but if normal people don't have that it's not going to make them buy the console no you know, and the thing that makes people buy consoles are games. Yeah. You know, I mean, again, that's, you know, go back to the 360 PS3 era. PS3 struggled with games, and that's why it took them till the very end, the 11th hour, to catch yep. up and beat my X360 in sales. PS4 learned from that. Now, granted, did they do a lot of remakes, ports, and, you know, rely on indie games? Yes, but they actually had games. Or Xbox One, you had Rise Son of Rome. And that, yep. and then Dead Rising three, yep. and then Forza Motorsport five, and that was it. Yeah, and it was barren for a long time. And thankfully, you know, like looking back at that launch, PlayStation really made indies the the go to on their console in PlayStation four, and mm-hmm. you know, PlayStation five launched a much better lineup, much better yeah. launch here and everything. And we've seen so many great games, but it's like okay, we are at the end of like what has been expected like wolverine is literally the last game that we're kind of you know expecting which that brings us to our next playstation discussion is insomniac confirms it's working on an unannounced triple a title so insomniac games aaron eberhardt has revealed in a new interview that the studio is working on an unannounced triple a title of which she is the project director for Eberhardt revealed that she has been with Insomniac Games for nearly one year now and had previously worked on Activision Blizzard in their esports division. While she couldn't talk about the unannounced project yet, as you'd expect, Eberhardt did have nothing but positive things to say about Sony as a whole. Quote, it feels really good back back home to Sony or to be back at home at Sony. I feel like they really, really invest in your in their employees. They invest in our education. They invest in our well-being. They invest in our growth. So I found a lot of really good, a really good support infrastructure. I've seen a really, a lot of really good projects. The tech that we get to touch and get to experiment with and play with is just awesome. 
back in May of 20 of last year, it was reported that Insomniac Games was working on a multiplayer project that may also be based on a brand new IP, although it's unknown if this is related to what Eberhardt is talking about. I think this is what it is. Like every obviously I doubt it's going to be a third Marvel title. Yeah. Because I I don't because that'll get old real fast if yep. they're do Spider-Man to Wolverine to whatever another Marvel title. Yeah. Um I don't think it's a new Ratchet and Clank cuz why would it be an unannounced AAA title? Um I do think because if her if her background is esports from Activision Blizzard you got to think with what Sony's new initiative is with this whole uh, live service game. You got to think this is what it is, unfortunately. Yeah. And, you know, her having that, you know, looking back at like Activision Blizzard and everything with esports mm-hmm. and all of that, um, which I, I'm assuming would be Call of Duty because that's only yeah. their, their only esports other than yeah. Overwatch. Like yeah. Overwatch the, League. Like those are the two leagues that they have Call of Duty League and then Overwatch. Yeah. Um, I'm like, since Sony is going down this road, I'm glad that yeah. they're getting top tier talent for this. I hate yeah. that they're going down this road, but I would rather them do it well than poorly. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't want to see what, you know, what could be, I'm, I'm hoping, but um, I, what I would love Derek, if okay. in this unannounced, unconfirmed esports game, mm-hmm. I would love to see. PlayStation like, All Stars come back, <laughs> and you read my mind, sir. Absolutely dominate, like be amazing, like just crush it. But I feel like that landscape is really hard to do because you have Smash, you have Brawlhalla, you've got um, God, well, and you, they, WB's game. I can't even remember the uh, name. Yeah, um, multiverses. Yeah, multiverses. And I was just gonna say you had that, and then now they're already shutting it down, like. Well, it's not coming back until 2024 or whatever. Well, yeah, I'll say, yeah, they're shut, They're temporarily shutting it down, but still, it's not a good look. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, yeah. can it be sustainable? And I don't know. I would be excited for it because I did like PlayStation All-Stars. I think it had, like, granted, yes, it, it could not beat Smash Brothers at all. Yeah. But it had a good concept for me, especially, like, back because that was when they still had mascots and mm-hmm. they were really hitting it with the PlayStation IPs that people wanted uh, to couple with the platformers like Sly Cooper, Ratchet and Clank, that kind of thing. Yeah. But, yeah, it just couldn't it just couldn't survive. And I, I do want them to give a second shot, but especially since the gap has been, it's been over 10 years mm-hmm. um, since the first one released. So I think it's enough time to try your hand at it again, but we'll see. Yeah. The side... Go ahead, go ahead, sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was just going to wrap it up and talk about Insomniac, but I'll I'll let you finish your thoughts on this. Like, with esports, though, it's like, I don't know what else they could do because you look at Sony and shooters. Shooters yeah. has never been a strong point of Sony. No. Like, you say Killzone, no. and I'm going to just laugh at you. You say Resistance Follow Man. I am going to spit in your face because those controls were so sloppy. Oh, my God. Yes, they were. <laughs> they were so sloppy. You couldn't even play that game. So, shooters are not their strong point, and I know that they have Bungie now, which Bungie makes amazing shooters. I'm not mm-hmm. even saying anything about them. This is Insomniac. Okay, yeah. this is a totally different company, so I yeah. don't know what they could be doing unless they yeah. do a hero shooter that's kind of like Overwatch. Um, yeah. But if they're going to go into the shooter landscape, they've got Fortnite, they've got Call of Duty, just just going to knock their teeth out. Apex, Apex, yeah. 
They've got three big boys that are just going to just beat them up. It'll be two weeks and then that game's done. Exactly. But at least, you know what I said, and and let me impose this to you. Is this, while we can praise like Insomniac for just churning out games, like, you know, I know they did Spider-Man 2018, but ever since the PS5 launch, you know, that was shortly after or shortly around the time that uh, PlayStation bought Insomniac. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they've just been trying to be like, you know, the 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 what was it the overachieving student that tries to get noticed yeah. by the teacher yeah. you know it's like they had miles morales then the next year they put out uh ratchet and clank rift apart then now they're putting out spider-man 2 and then in the future they're putting out wolverine and it's like when are y'all gonna take a break like you don't have to prove to sony that their investment was worth it we are you know we we know you make great games like i i don't know what you're trying to prove here but good do you do you worry that insomniac is trying to i know they have several studios like Mm-hmm. I know they have one in Burbank, one in one in North Carolina, so they can kind of trade off what who does what. Yeah. But do you worry that Insomniac is trying to do too much at one time? I feel like I, I don't even know how big Insomniac is. I think that's a lot yeah. of uh, let's look how many employees employees does Insomniac games have? Because that's really going to depend on it. They have over 520 employees. Um, and that's in 2021, uh, they had over 400. So they, they're a large company. Like, yeah, once you like, they're not like CD project red big. Um, yeah, no, but that's still a very large triple a developer. Um, and if they kind of, we've gone and gone past the days of where like they'll hire and then fire a bunch of people hire, you know, like ramp up or whatever. Um, they probably got really two sets of developers, you know, working on one game and then the other. Um, I I think, you know, this might just be looking like good management. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. You know, like we're not hearing anything about crunch, but right. Yeah. I'll say, yeah, we haven't mentioned that in a good long while. So it's like, does, is this what proper management of a game studio looks like is where you can turn around these games. Like think about obsidian dude. Obsidian is constantly putting out games over on the Xbox side. Yeah. It's like, they got two on the horizon. Yeah. It's like every time you breathe, it's like obsidian put out a game. You're like, what? (laughs) Right. Right. So so I, I think that it might be just more proper management and, you know, timelines and everything. Uh, because yeah. you know maybe they maybe they need uh, to send some of these insomniac people over to uh, Media Molecule and beat them up. Uh, right, and it's like this is how you properly <laughs> use your time with the game. <laughs> Derek, it's time for some PlayStation quickies. Yes, it is. First up, PlayStation's Project Q gaming handheld leaked images and video reveal more about the new device. Following that, new Project Q images seemingly confirm it is Android based. PlayStation is on the lookout for manager to identify, quote, inorganic growth opportunities through acquisitions and investments, a.k.a. they plan to buy more people, uh, more companies, excuse me. Uh, Sony E3 2006 press conference and its giant enemy crab can now be viewed in 1080p. Crossfire Sierra Squad will launch on PSVR 2 on August 29th. High on Life is now available on the PS5 and PS4. Final Fantasy 16 has sold well relative to the PS5 install base, says Square Enix. Following that, Square Enix survey asked what fans want to see from Final Fantasy 16 in the future. Uh, 
Marvel Spider-Man 2-themed PS5 console bundle revealed and launches on September 1st. Spider-Man 2 Comic-Con panel reveals more story details along with new trailer, which we might see later on. Spider-Man 2 brings new open-world traversal in the shape of web wings. Mary Jane's face has not been changed despite controversy in Spider-Man 2, confirms Insomniac. Insomniac promises more New York and Marvel landmarks, including Aunt May's house in Queens. And lastly, Todd McFarlane praises Spider-Man 2's Venom, saying, quote, they did a nice job of making him feel like a monster. I feel like a monster. You remember that song? Yeah, Skillet. Yeah. Um, so last week, they confirmed that there was going to be a Spider-Man 2 PS5 and everything. Yeah. I sent you an image of it. Yeah. Dude, I feel like I'm on a on a roll here. I know it's not the PS5 Slim, but uh I did confirm I was like they're gonna put out a, a Spider-Man one. This is gonna be the first one. And I'm like, yeah. and God of War is just like boy. Am I a joke to you? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh I am glad that they are putting out the plates. Yeah, I was just well. gonna say the plates and the controller will be sold will be able to buy separately as well. Which is nice because like, yeah, I I will be getting those plates. I want those on my PlayStation. Yeah. But you know, if it would have just been exclusive, I would have like I would have been I would have been very mad. I would have been calling Jim yeah. up. I'm like, hey Jim. <laughs> um let me holler at you for a second. Yeah. Be like, Jim, the quick hits are brought to you by our wonderful patrons. You become part of the ship, part of the exclusive crew by going over to patreon.com slash nerdcave helps us support the show, pay for awesome videos to be edited and make content like this each and every week, along with all of the shorts that we do throughout the work, the week and everything. So thank you to all of our wonderful patrons each and every month you support us and it means the world to us. So thank you very much. If you want to go over there and support us again, it is patreon.com slash nerd cave and it's time for the Patreon quick hits. Yes, it is. Starting off, the Borderlands movie will premiere on August 9th of next year. Following that, Skull Island Rise of Kong has been announced for this fall. Armored Core 6 multiplayer reportedly supports up to six players. Following that, Armored Core 6 said to be 50 to 60 hours long. Star Wars Outlaws will let you work for and even betray Jabba the Hutt. Following that, Outlaws isn't a, quote, two to or 300 hour epic unfinishable RPG and will be, quote, very manageable. Lastly, Star Wars Outlaws was not inspired by the canceled Star Wars 1313 game. Mortal Kombat 1 will feature J.K. Simmons as the voice of Omni-Man from Invincible. Borderlands Echo Vision Live announced by Genvied Entertainment or Genvied Entertainment uh, features eight new characters. Adam Eve is a PC visual novel set in the Invincible universe. Starfield's pickpocketing will make things way more intense by playing out in real time. Starfield animated shorts shows three of the major of the game's major cities. Skyrim's modders might be Starfield's secret weapon. Microsoft creates TMNT themed pizza scented Xbox controllers. Following that, Microsoft is rolling out Xbox controller keyboard remapping to expand its in input possibilities. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 logo and artwork have leaked. Sledgehammer Games teases Modern Warfare 3 with new header image on Twitter. Xbox 360 Call of Duty Classics shoot to the top of top paid games list. Criterion may have already begun work on the on a new need for excuse me new need for speed. Disney Speedstorm Season Three launches August first and is themed around Lilo and Stitch. Tekken 8 director indicates it won't be short on single player content and extra modes. Following that, the Tekken 8 director confirms gameplay will be quote heavily tuned before release. 
Exo, <clears throat> excuse me, Exo Primal celebrates 1 million players with free skin in, in an August 16th update. Ubisoft clarifies that it won't delete game libraries due to game inactivity after fan panic. Diablo 4 menu design changes coming as players are activating premium battle pass by accident. Following that, Diablo's 4 Season 1 Battle Pass doesn't net you enough premium currency to buy the next Battle Pass. Blizzard is issues stark warning to Diablo 4 players uh, to stop using game-modifying software or risk a permanent ban. EA confirms Skate 4 playtest will come to consoles, but there's no date yet. Uh, CD Projekt Red is laying off nearly 10% of its workforce as it admits it's, quote, overstaffed. Futurama transports Bender, Leela, and Fry into Fortnite. Sea of Stars launches day and date into PlayStation Plus game catalog, as well as Xbox Game Pass. Texas Chainsaw Massacre dev is looking into, quote, more traditional DLC without a battle pass. Capcom reveals the Resident Evil series has sold 146 million copies worldwide. Lego 2K Goal listed uh, uh, to, listed to launch September 15th by Amazon. Netflix's animated Castlevania Nocturne series will premiere on September 28th. Sega seems to suggest there won't be a physical release of Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name in the West. Battlefield 2042 update brings ability for squad leaders to kick players from their squad. Zelda Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons are now available on Nintendo Switch via the um, online uh, expansion. Microsoft now lets you buy Xbox games and Game Pass subscriptions with Venmo. Um, new month coming up with August. We're almost done with July, which means Xbox Games with Gold. Your your couple last couple Xbox Games with Gold coming in the near future. Um, you know, with Xbox uh, Game Pass Core coming to replace it uh, for the entire month. You this is the first in a while. Uh, for the entire month, you get two games, not one of those staggering where you get one mid month. Uh, you get Blue Fire and Inertial Drift. Now you also including the PS Plus Essentials for August. You get on the PS5 and PS4, PGA Tour 2K23. On the PS4, you get Dreams just a month before they're going to shut it down. Whoop. Uh, and lastly, on the PS5 and PS4, you get Death's Door. So, Derek, I wanted to ask this question. Yes. July, we had a good PlayStation Plus Essentials. Month. Yeah. Yeah. We got, we got Call of Duty. Cold yeah. War. We got Alan Wake remastered. And then... Yeah some other game i don't even remember yeah amazing games all right cold war eh, whatever but alan wake remastered yeah it's a good game and then this month we get dreams like you said going to be shutting down next month yeah it feels like hey here's a game that you're not going to be able to play right in a month and then death's door like from the reviews it got like a nine out of ten on ign yeah. um but then pga tour 2k23 there's a new one fixed to come out yeah. and it reviewed poorly. It was like a six out of 10. Oh uh, yeah. Ooh, wolf, I, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So like it feels, my question is, is PlayStation killing the regular plus like essential, like they did with games for gold and going to within a year or two, we see essentials go away and then we get a, and just a two tier system here. I'm of two schools of thought because, well, one, you know, just kind of bragging on me a little bit. I did say, you know, a co about a month ago that when I saw the games with gold keep getting worse and worse, I'm like, they're going to stop this, aren't they? And then yeah. sure enough, Game Pass Core was a thing. But I'm of two schools of thought. I could see them getting away with that to kind of push extra and premium. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, 
it, essentials and premium are not doing the money that game pass is Mm-mm. and i know like you know playstation you know some some companies once they get a little too big for their britches can just go dragging us into that good you know into the, you know into the void and just saying you're gonna like it and you're gonna just deal with it yeah i get that but also at the same time it's like i think they do want to um have a, a so, i don't think they will for you know for for my short answer but if they do i do think they want a lower cost of entry point yeah to have to for those people who don't have that much income and also give them something because i don't because you know they've talked about ad nauseum about they're never going to be you know day one on pc ports and they're not going to do day one on their ps plus like how game passes with uh, their games so i think with that being the thing i don't think they want to get rid of essentials for that same reason because until they make that decision now if they ever do flip-flop and go to that decision Sure, I could see them getting rid of that and just doing premium and um extra, but I don't think they'll get rid of essentials at least anytime soon. Yeah, the games can be hit or miss, but I still think because because we're starting to see them increase it because I think earlier this year we saw Forbidden West come yeah. to uh day one, and then what was it? Was it Ragnarok or was it what 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 other game? It was like a big first party title or like a, um it was another t- game that came later a couple months ago that came out like last year or the year before uh to essential so i think them doing that will keep it alive for longer now again will it eventually go down probably it's i don't think it'll be anytime soon though yeah it just feels like majority of the time essentials just gets crap games like yeah i would rather see two games or even one game but it'd be really good um because yeah. nine times out of ten like looking at this coming up month there are two games that are not great like mm-hmm. i know a lot of people like dreams is awesome and all of this but it's like it's literally shutting down next month it's yeah. going to be so, a I mean, non-playable game after this yeah. month this upcoming month and everything and then you get yeah one good game that is probably 15 hours and that's you know that's a big enough game or whatever i'm not knocking yeah. down the door don't don't come at me um yeah but it's like when you give me one game, it's not going to be playable after a month. And then you give me PGA tour, UK 23 that reviewed awful. And there's a new one coming out soon. It's like, you're, you're not giving me anything. Right. You know? And I'm of a couple, and there's a couple factors into that. Right. And I don't want to go down a rabbit, this rabbit hole too much, but I think one with, with people's time now, because there's, there's so much to do in the world nowadays, like with like entertainment and, stuff that grabs your needs to grab your attention. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with, you know, stuff, they want to play stuff that's relevant, like new, yep. like the new, new. So like in the quote, the infamous Greg Miller, old games old. So yep. a lot of these games that come free have already been out for, you know, probably a year or more, maybe at, at the best, maybe six months yep. before it hits free, you know, gone are the days are um, like, rocket league hitting day one on release day you know so you're not getting that new news so people are like oh like you know it was nice to get um cold war and um Mm. alan wake remastered because you know those type of games make sense because you know new call of duty is coming out in the fall uh, alan wake 2s in october so that's kind of like just as a refresher like those are kind of nice refreshers you know if you were thinking about going back and replaying those at the same time how many people are going to do that you know and game and xbox to their credit figured that out it's like hey these games with gold 
we're not getting the deals and people probably aren't playing them but people are playing game pass because they're fresh like yes even though they're still old games they're you know rotating them out to make them feel fresh playstation you know once you their month is gone that's it like i know they have you know their catalog and whatnot but we don't see it talked about as much as game pass and the other Mm. school of thought is with again with game pass like free trials and the de- and demos are making a comeback people are you know wanting to try that out more than old games you know like especially of mm-hmm. the demos of either games that are currently out or that are coming out people are wanting to try those and devote their time and attention to that to see if they're going to like the game and want to spend 60 70 dollars on it before you know release true true that i thought alan wake remastered came out like way closer to now but it was like in 2021 and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, all right, well, I'm a little off on that one. But anyway, right, like, where did that time go? <laughs> um, I want to hit Dan's comment real quick. Uh, he said, I heard about Oracles and Ages. That's awesome. Uh, talking about Legend of Zelda. It would be really yeah. cool if they would make more modern versions like they, they did with Link's Awakening. And, you know, I think that would be dope. I, I, I could definitely yeah. see them doing more remakes or remasters, if you will. Um, because you know, you look at Link's Awakening, I think it did really well sales wise. Um, and then I think even like the Wind Waker, like remaster that they did not too long ago, did pretty well. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Dan also said they also have different types of games at different tiers that you have to pay extra for instead of giving everything at the same price. I'm assuming you're talking about uh, PlayStation Plus Essentials yeah. or PlayStation Plus. Yeah, I, I feel like it's a, w- a weird system that they concocted. You know, it it is a yeah. very PlayStation thing, you know. Well, we, it's like pay the highest tier to play PS1 and 2 classics, and it's like I'm not going to shell out, what is it, $100 or whatever yeah. it is to play 20-plus-year-old games. I'm I'm not yeah. doing it. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, there's no no reason to, and it's like, Okay, if you actually put out games, not even day and date, like let's say yeah. six months later, you know, yeah. I get Ragnarok. Hey, that's yeah. dope. You know, of course I'm going to get that day one, but it's like, you know, games that I might not jump on right away, like Final Fantasy 16. Six right, months exactly, later, yeah. dude, that'd be dope. You know, Final yeah. Fantasy 7 remake or remaster, whatever it's called, dope. But like, they're not doing that. They're like, hey, you want to play uh, play Tomba? It's like, I played that, you know, 1990 yeah exactly three or what you know not 19 i've been three or whatever play but, ape escape and it's like mm, no yeah <laughs> i love legend of dragoon but i ain't playing it no i think it looks like doo-doo <laughs> you know what i mean i so, know we're, we're just spoiled you know we are spoiled. we're just spoiled gamers <laughs> we are spoiled uh amy said pizza scented i i saw like this image of this woman like sniffing a controller i was the yeah. tmt controller and i was like yeah. what in the world why is your nose so close to that controller? I was like, I do not understand this. Uh, I did want to say something real quick, and then we're going to get into our last segment of the night um, mm-hmm. with Xbox older games like coming back online. Gears yeah. 1 through 3 is now back active online. Oh, like wow. Their lobbies and everything work. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Almost, mm. almost makes me want to boot up 3. Get that sawed off shotgun. Just, right. Oh, three, three. I was a, I was a terror. I'm going to just say, it. Oh, I know. Trust me. I watched you. Oh man. That sawed off shotgun, baby. Ah! <laughs> oh, 
But yeah, I love it. I love seeing that Xbox doing something good. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited, dear. Yeah, you Plus, got that sawed off, and then you would text me and uh, to sign you in for attendance in class in your uh, college course. Hey, now we don't talk about that, Derek. <laughs> we don't talk about that. I'm, I'm, nope, nope. <laughs> Kick into the last section, Derek. Yeah, <clears throat> guys. Oh, I thought you. Oh, I thought you wanted to talk about uh, CD Project Red. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Yeah. My fault. But no. yeah. So we are bringing back a segment for mainly because of whenever I get around to finding a cool video, we are bringing back the, for this week, the coolest thing I saw this week. And, you know, a little thing called Comic-Con happened over the weekend. You know, not a, not a lot. There was still some big news from some things, but not a lot of news, uh, mainly because of the sag after uh, strikes right now. But we did get a little uh, story trailer from a game, you know, not many have heard of called Spider-Man 2. And I want to check that out. Because I have not yet watched it. I haven't either. What's happened in the last 10 years? It's a miracle I'm even sitting here now. I got a second chance. That must be Harry. I'm to take advantage of that. But I need you with me. Pete. You're not my Spider-Man. I know. <laughs> Bring back Yuri. I know he's still the voice, but still. Yeah. Bring back his face. Ooh, that music. Let's go. I know. That's that intense, like, stuff's going down. Good to meet you. Good job, huh? Still gonna have time for tutoring? We'll figure it out. Hmm. Ooh. Oh, there, there's Craven. I didn't know there were bears in these woods. Ursa Major? Hey, MJ. I have another name for you. Craven. That does not look like the same MJ. He's here on some kind of hunt. Donnie X does otherwise. You know, if you need me, I'm just a call away. Oh, that's Mr. Negative. Oh, yeah. How to help you. The hell's going on with Pete? He's not himself. Go help him. Oh, man. I'm not going to lose him. We're going to kill the world. Tony Todd. Dude. Big boy. Oh my god, it looks so good. I know. Oh, that's cool. Ah, oh, ah, ah. That looks so good. Um, Joe asked, how many years are in between? So it's six months, right? In between. Yes, I want to say. This and Miles Morales, correct? Yes. Yes. So it's picking up pretty quickly, dude. Hearing Tony Todd, I know. Oh, so good. I love it. We know who who's going to be Venom. Like it's it's like all but confirmed in that trailer. It's going to be Harry. Harry's going to be the new Venom. Well, there's an interesting theory. I don't know if I want to say it here, but uh, you, we can talk after the show because I do. There's an interesting theory floated around there. So okay, okay. Um, so so. To answer Joe's question, why do they look so different? So Miles looks pretty much the same. He does have different hair. Um, yeah, he's got that. Everyone's going with that killmonger look lately. Yeah. Um, but Harry, they changed his face. Yeah. For whatever reason, and then MJ does not look like herself. I want to just say. You mean? Uh, you mean Peter? No, they MJ. Changed his face. 
Yeah. Who did I say? Harry. Oh yeah. We never saw Harry's face. So it is no. changed. From saw his we, body. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Peter's face changed from when they released the, the original game. Like they did. When was it? When miles Morales came out, they put a new face on him or what? They, yeah. Cause they did a bundle with like a Spider-Man remastered version from yeah. the PS five. And that's when they changed. Uh, they brought in a different uh, actor to scan his face. Yeah. So uh, that's, definitely when we got the new face and then MJ does not look the same. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, don't, I don't care what Insomniac says. That does not look like the same. Like <laughs> it might be updated because it was 2016, right? Wait, what? When Spider-Man, the first one came out. 2018. 2018. It's all the same. Uh, so it's been a while, but yeah, definitely. I don't know. You're not my dad. I don't know you. Yeah. <laughs> Dan says, bring back Toby. <laughs> <laughs> Toby uh craven is venom definitely like i could definitely like the body makes more sense being that big uh, i don't know uh, i don't know uh, i feel like it's hairy that, that reason that reason that raises a good question just for you do you think we'll see multiple people wear wear the symbiote suit in the I, game i think so like talking about like three or more i think three or less okay i feel two okay. I feel like two. It's going to be yeah. Peter and then whoever Venom is, like the actual Venom. But you, but you know, I think the theme because you know, I I, I know it, I know it's not a good comparison, but you know it's a good comparison for this. But you know how they had different themes for the two Last of Us games. Like one's like, um, I forget what the first one is. Is like love, and then the second one, the theme of it was you know hate and grief, all that kind of thing. Spider Man Two, it feels like it's going to be like hate, rage, because you know. We obviously we saw in the gameplay tra trailer from a few months ago, mm. Peter's up, you know, when oh, he's yeah. got that suit on him, he's ticked. And then we see in this trailer, you know, Mr. Negative pops up and Miles sees him. He's like, you took everything from me. So it's like, is it going to be a story about anger? Yeah. I, I didn't even think that was Mr. Negative. Like, I was like, who? Like, yeah, everyone forgets about him because that, you know, I don't want to say he was a forgettable villain, but, you know, even though he played a major part in like how the story played up, people forget about him because it was like once you beat him that's it yeah well and it's like then you got the the bad guy like you know in the first game like they they made mr negative this huge deal and it was like yeah. dropped him like a bad habit uh um, right <laughs> you know what i mean so I, i'm excited for this one Derek. october 20th can i get here soon enough i yep. cannot Less wait three months jump in you know and play some Sp spider-man some spooderman beat him on um, I think it's going to be fantastic. I think it's going to be game of the year. Ooh, I mean, it's definitely going to be a candidate. That's for sure. Yeah. Only time will tell guys. Only time will tell. Oh, do we want to talk about the game I played? Yeah, Derek, tell me about the game you played. So I've been playing a lot because, you know, I, I keep seeing you stream it. And, you know, I, I, even though I don't watch the streams because I don't want to have it spoiled for myself. Yeah. But I played Jedi Survivor. And I played a good couple chunks of it. Um, I'm going to say the names of the planets just for reference. Like, it's not a spoiler yeah, per se. But, you know, I was on, what was the first planet's name? Um, Coruscant? Kobo? No, the one at the, well, the first actual planet you go to. Kobo? Kobo, yes. So I finished Kobo, went to Jeddah, did yeah. all of that on Jeddah, found, you know, the base. Yep. Then went to the moon to mm -hmm. do some investigating. <laughs> Excuse me went back to Kobo mm. to do that investigation. And, you know, I've been wrapping up side quests and, you know, like 
rumors and all that kind of stuff. And then I'm back on Jeddah again to do the, fi- you know, just find the labors of my research. So I have knocked out a good couple chunks of Jedi chunk. Survivor. Yeah. Nice, man. Are you, are you still as impressed as you were from our first impression when we talked about it? Oh, for sure. Like, just, like, the quality of life improvements in the gameplay alone. Like, again, I can't tell you how many times I still did muscle memory where, like, when I'm climbing on stuff, I would jump down or jump over, and I'd still be trying to press the left trigger to because, you know, you got to reattach yourself in the yeah. game for whatever reason, and it just does it automatically. I'm like, oh, I forget this is a thing. This is so nice not have to stress about making sure I hit the button. Yeah. Now... So you finished Jeddah, correct? And you went to the moon after? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I finished Jeddah the first time, and I went to the moon first, and then back to Kobo because there's two research areas you so gotta do. Have you done Jeddah twice? I'm. I went back to Jeddah the second time, but I have not done. That's where I stopped. Like I, ah, I went back to the base. There's something I went I back to, to talk base about, but you, you haven't done it yet. Ah, of course, is, of course, there's always something. That is so cool. Like it is one of the coolest set pieces in the game so far. Okay. Um, like really, really cool. I, I can't wait for you to get there so we can talk about it. It is awesome, but I'm glad you're getting to play more of it. Uh, I've yeah. really enjoyed the game. I think, you know, the storytelling is a lot richer in the game. Yeah, um, for sure. I wish I just had more time to just sit down and play it. Cause again, yeah. I'll, I only play on stream Once a week. Yeah. So it's like, I get like the two hours or whatever, which I know yeah. that's probably more than some, but oh, you know, yeah. it's like, I get one time a week and then I got to really remember what's going on and everything, but right. Right. Loving the game. The combat's really cool. I literally had to switch my fighting style um, to beat somebody the other night. Um mm literally refunded every single of my skill points to be wow i had to like recast my person to be able to beat this person wow Um, that's crazy yeah it was it was intense it was very intense but uh i after i learned the new fighting style like i i I did it like i fought the person like twice after that and then was able to beat them uh but like beforehand i was like I got to like, you know, like in a boss fight, there'll be like the halfway point and then yeah. like it'll restart the next, you know, have a little cutscene or whatever. Yeah. It's like I got there, but then I couldn't get past it. So re-rolling mm. definitely helped. But uh yeah, it's the the fighting stances are very interesting. Um mm. but definitely for your boss fights, there are some that are more effective. Effective and helpful. So yeah, because you know, again, not, again, not spoiling anything, but you know, it's the stance you get after the after the first Jetta visit mm-hmm. that I was like, okay, this is cool, but I can already see myself not using it because I think it's like the fourth stance you learn. Yeah, and um, I was like, okay, I probably won't use it, and I didn't, and then I got the fifth stance uh, going to the moon, and I'm like, this is cool, you know, it was a it was a it was a reference to modern stuff. And I'm like, this is pretty cool. Um, I'm going to use this. And then as I'm progressing through the fights, especially when I fight big crowd, bigger crowds, um, I'm like, okay, this is more of like for tank swinging. This is for like more heavy damage. Um, I need to swap to a faster stance for crowd control. Yeah, definitely. Um, the American breathing style. Uh, I like that. That that was what I was rolling with that and the mm-hmm. uh, dual blades. For a really mm. long time, that that was those were my two styles, yeah. um, and then totally had to switch. Like, yeah, I, it it was it was very interesting. I was like, I literally asked Chad, I was like, do I re-roll and try? 
and I did. Everyone's like, yes. Yeah, it was like I, I was like, I don't think I can beat him with what I got right now because yeah, my suggestion to you, since you're you know still a little bit uh, earlier than I am, uh, mm-hmm. don't spread your points out to a bunch of different fighting styles. Uh, pick okay. pick the two that you want, re-roll yourself, and then just invest in those two styles instead okay. of having stuff in, you know. Stuff you're, you're never going to use. Yeah, exactly. Like the one gotcha. that you have to, like, you're forced to use on, like, the single blade. Just re-roll it, get that point back, and then use it on the skills that you want and everything. Okay. <clears throat> Sounds good. So that's going to do it for us tonight, guys. We hope that you enjoyed it. Again, this is the Nerd Cave, and we thank you for being here. This has been Zach. And Fizzle Wings, the T-Dragon. Y'all have a blessed week. Bye.